start using cutting-edge warp speed 5G technology with your cell phone. Let me tell you about my friends at MobileMobile.io. They have an ultra-fast 4G LTE and 5G network that covers 99% of Americans. So they've got you covered everywhere. Think about it for a moment. You have the opportunity to take a test drive for 10 days with unlimited talk, text, and premium data. What is premium data? Premium data is an allotment of a cellular data that you receive from a higher priority on the network. You won't get throttled like you will with some of those, well, non-brand service providers. To find out more information, all you have to do is go to mobilemobile.io. That's mobilemobile.io to start your 10-day free trial. This, 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 this show is brought to you by Safety FM. Well, hello and welcome to Safety FM. Of course, you are listening to the Jay Allen Show as we're getting this whole thing put together right now. Now, I have to tell you, this is pretty much the first time cracking the microphone open for 2022. And, you know, I I kept on thinking about it and I kept on saying, you know, we need to come up with something special for the beginning of the new year as we talk about what things we have planned, what things we want to do and all that kind of fun stuff. You know, the typical thing that you would sit around and do right now during the beginning of the year where you would kind of sit back and go, hey, let's talk about plans and resolutions and, you know, that stuff. And I thought about it, and I wasn't sure exactly how to start off on this one. As you can tell, you know, not the normal the normal stuff going on. We're just kind of just going, shooting from the hip right away. And I know that this is the show that if you take a listen to it, we mostly do interviews. We sit back, we have, you know, whoever it is this week, and we sit back with them and, you know, go through what's going on with them, their career, changes that they're seeing within the industry. But I didn't think that that would be the case for this one today. I didn't think that that would be the case for um, what we have going on between you and I. Now, I have to tell you, this last year, 2021, a little bit of a change to the radio station, a little bit of change to some of the podcast stuff, uh, as you are aware or might not be even aware. uh, We started a whole new radio station last year with RadioBig.fm. Uh, which we were starting to play music on. We did not lose focus of Safety FM. That one continued to go on. We had new shows start up on Safety FM. And I'll tell you, some people left Safety FM. That was fine. We really enjoyed, you know, some of the people that were there. We were able to help them build. And then they went on to other things, other projects that they wanted to do. And, and I get it. Believe me, I get it. But... You know, I don't really want to sit back and do retrospective of, oh, how great things are or how great things were. What I wanted to sit back and do today is really just talk and discuss some of the stuff that we really need to focus on this year. So we've kind of come over uh, a determination over the last couple of years that the in-person event that once was a huge thing on how us safety practitioners would get together is not as big as it once was. 
And it seems like virtual events will continue to be another big thing this year. I know somebody had to say it, and apparently I am the person that gets to say it. So let's start talking about this. As you are aware, there are still some employers that are out there that are hesitant, and I will use that word, hesitant, about allowing people that work for them to go out on the company dime and go to an event because of still of some concerns of what's going on with the pandemic. Still some concerns of maybe they can get infected while out. And believe me, I understand it. I get it. I understand what they're doing. I understand the level of concern. And it's something for us to talk about. So as we know that this is the case with some people, some employers, we also have realized that some people do not love the whole virtual aspect of doing some of these things. And I understand that too. And believe me, I am a content creator. So I understand some of the frustration that is out there in regards of only doing these things virtually. And then you kind of have the happy-go-medium side of the whole thing where you have the hybrid event. You get some people that are there in person. You get some people that are there virtually. But then where is the disconnect is where the virtual person does not get to act with the, or interact, better saying, with the person that's there in person. And you know, and I know that a lot of these things revolve a lot with networking. So what happens? Well, then you have some people that have created these virtual environments where it's more like, hey, you're a sim, assimilation of yourself in a virtual world. And I don't know. I don't know which one's the best one. I don't know which one's the great one. I don't know which one is the the best of overall. All I know is as we speak right now, we're still kind of in a conundrum of all the things that are being done. Can I tell you right now that I have a crystal ball and I can tell you that by the end of the year, we'll all be able to go to a in-person event and enjoy the ways that things were before? I couldn't tell you that. I can tell you that last year, 2021, I attempted to go to an in-person event that was also tied in with some virtual aspects of the event itself. And they were expecting somewhere close to like 4,500 people. And if they had probably a thousand people in person, it was a lot. And they expected 4,500 people in person. And let's talk about it. Some of the pricing structures that are out there still are probably um, not the best path for a virtual event. Nobody really wants to pay a grand or more to go to a virtual event. And realistically, as we talk about this, how does this work? Because are you excited about sitting at a computer screen, taking some learnings for over eight hours in a day, meeting people virtually, doing the virtual drinking, the virtual connections? I don't know. I don't know if you like that. I don't know if you get lost in transition or even in translation about the amount of time that you're sitting there. 
So listen, I'm not going to crack the case today. I'm not going to tell you um, this is going to be the best aspect of it. And there's some companies that are out there currently that they're saying, hey, what we will do is we'll put our whole platform, our whole conference on a virtual aspect for you to go back and look at. Is that going to be the way to do it? I don't know. I really don't. There seems to be a lot of information that's out there currently in content creation that is supposed to work. So let's talk about things that we know that has worked over the years. So normally during this time, we sit back, you and I are together, and we talk about focusing on reading books. Focusing on reading books that apply to things that we deem important. Over the last few years, I know we've had discussions about minimally attempting to read a book a month or maybe one audio book a month. Now, listen, I know we can sit back and talk about this and we could even sit back and go, let's construct a, a list of books that will be good for you and for I to go over. Now, I think, and I'll, and I'll say this very lightly as I talk about it, that us as safety professionals, we sometimes focus on the craft. We focus on what you and I need to be doing for the aspect of work. And don't get me wrong. I think it's important. I think that us talking about safety, reading about safety, listening about safety is all importante. That does not change. People will talk about things from their version or vision in different ways. And that's a good thing. And I think that we should constantly be learning new aspects new things that people are putting out there. I mean, don't get me wrong. From time to time, we'll get a book that's repackaged of something else that somebody already said. And I'm not going to sit here and go, well, everything that could ever be said has already been said because that's not the truth. But I think that when we sit back for a while, we forget sometimes to focus on some of the other skills as safety professionals that we may need. Now, there could be a whole slew of things. There could be a whole aspect of different things that we need to learn. And I'll tell you, as I sit back for a moment and talk about this, of course, constantly talking about psychology and constantly going around the realm of safety and psychology, I still think that psychology plays a huge factor into what we do. I think our interactions and our skills are so important on how we go about and communicate with people. Because here's what happens sometimes. We generalize. We do some things that we kind of know, well, we have already an intention. We already know how this is going to work. Now, let me kind of give you a perfect example here. I want you to think about this for a moment. I want you to sit for a moment and think about the front door to your house, to your apartment, 
to wherever you live, I want you to think about that. And as you think about this, you know if the the handle to get in to open the door is on the left or it's on the right or however you look at it. You also know how to open that door because you've done it several times over. Now, the funny part is you've done the opening and closing of that door so many times that if I was to tell you to think about another door that you have never seen before, let's say, for instance, of going into a business that's out in the middle of nowhere, Utah, just using that to be very precise, I have a pretty good idea that you would know how to open that door. Because on how many times you've opened your front door. How many other times in your lifetime you have opened other doors. But we handle it all in one format. We go, we know that this door opens and this is how we do things from this point on. Now, fortunately, that's a good thing to know when it comes to doors. But unfortunately, when it comes to communicating with people... We can't generalize. We can't always have the impression that however we think that something's being portrayed is the way that something's being understood. Now, we can go into a whole different thing on how your world and my world are different in regards on how we understand things. And that could probably be a whole other, a whole, a whole other episode. Maybe we'll talk about that at another time. But if we learn and understand psychology on how people understand things, it could help with the way that we communicate. Now, I think that for the industry of, the, of what we do, you and I, this is sometimes some of our largest struggles. I think sometimes this is where some of our biggest problems are. Now, I will tell you, I have been blessed to be able to talk to industry leaders in regards of different businesses, in regards of the stuff that we do. And they say that the biggest issue that they normally have with people that are driving safety is the way that they communicate with business leaders. It's not understanding the language. It's using jargon. It's using stuff that people that are in the business world don't care about. Sorry, but that's how it works. The biggest complaint is not being able to communicate in the same language. So imagine taking the time this year and working on those communication skills. Taking a look on how other people might understand what you're saying. Understanding people's pain points on what's going on. Now that makes it entirely different than the normal world that we kind of hang out in. Now listen, I'm not saying don't continue to drive forward with the whole thing with safety. That will never be the case. That will never be something that I will tell you. Stop talking about it. 
but is being able to communicate in different matters where other people will understand. Now, keep in mind that not everybody learns the exact same way. So if you put difficulty there, they're probably not going to care. Now, does everything need to be in the language of dollars and cents? I don't think that's the case either. I think it's the case of being able to have a normal conversation without using jargon, without using Article 1025-72Z, because people are not going to care about that. Now people that are taking the deep dives that you are. Now, don't get me wrong. Rules and regulations are always great to know. But here's the fortunate and unfortunate part about it. I can go look at a standard or a rule set by actually pulling it up online. So this is why I sit back for a moment and say, understanding the language on how it needs to be discussed with people might be a little bit more important. It might be one of those things that we can sit back for a moment and say, if we learn how to communicate, if we learned how to have these discussions, maybe people will be more open to what we have to say. Opposed to it just being another, um, another just rough conversation where people get lost in translation. Does that make sense? Because I really hope it does. Believe me, I'm not here today to, to cause difficulties. I'm here to see where we can expand this year. Now, the other fun part is, as we continue to talk about this years and things that you can do, we have to start sending realistic timelines. Because here's the gig. If I say I'm going to give myself 30 days to clean my house, which I don't even know why anybody would give themselves that kind of time, well, it's probably going to take me 30 days to do so. Now, if I in turn turn around and say, I'm going to clean my house over the next three hours, something tells me I'll be able to do it in that time frame because that is the timeline I have given myself. I know kind of a weird thing, but something to think about. Do you disagree with that standpoint or do you agree with it? I don't know. I don't know what you think. That's why I bring it up. It always makes it interesting to me in regards to when we start having these conversations because people get, oh, well, is that really the way that we should think about it? Or is it a different way? I don't know. I think actually having realistic goals is very important because here's what happens. Sometimes we have a lot of wishes without a timeline on when we want to accomplish them. So if we say, hey, let's focus on the psychology of being able to communicate with other people towards the beginning of the first quarter of the year, we'll have a real timeline. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to sit back right now and go, but as we talk about this, let's stop focusing on the five principles of human and organizational performance that we will never get away from. And I think that, you know, regardless of how we talk about it, we always should be talking about it. Now, if you're not familiar with the five principles, let's talk about them one more time. And when I say one more time, because I talk about them frequently on the show, 
And of course, these are the principles that come out of Todd Conklin's Five Principles of Hop book, just in case. So at number one, human error is normal. Two, blame fixes nothing. Three, learning is vital. Four, context drives behavior. And of course, number five, how you respond to failure matters. Now, it's something that we constantly have to talk about because we really have to understand on how to do safety differently. And it will always be an ongoing conversation because things change. Now, here's the great part about this. The way that we look at things now, even using those five principles, can change later down the road. It makes it interesting when you start talking about them, when you start thinking about them and how they apply to so many different things. Now, we can sit here and break these down probably in a thousand different ways and have so many different variations of people coming in talking about these things and how they work within their organization or within whatever frequency they want to put them in what they're thinking about, how it would work, how this could apply for their life, how this could apply to something else, how this could apply to X, Y, and Z. Believe me, I think I've had conversations with people all over the place about this exact same subject. This is why I always think that at least minimally, we need to bring these things up when it comes to the show. And I know that, you know, as probably not as much last year as the previous years, did we talk about them? Because I always want to make sure that we have these principles in the forefront. There's so much that goes on with this. But think about it. If you apply these principles even to the stuff that we're talking about, psychology and communication and how we move forward, how different would your organization be? Let's say, for instance, we just started driving using this stuff by using simple communication processes by using these, how different would that be? Makes you kind of think about some stuff there. But anyways, let me not get too sidetracked as we're talking. So as we continue going out through this year, and the great part about it is that we're at the very early stages of 2022, what do you want to accomplish? If you sat back and you and I were together and no one else was listening, what could you say to me right now by what is your goal for this year? What do you want to do differently that you haven't done so far? Now, listen, I know we've talked about this stuff recently, but now it is time to put these things to action. Now it is time to go forward and go out there. Now, listen, last year, my goal was to start another radio station. And we did it. It was put together. We have all kinds of different hosts on that station, different than what, of course, we have on Safety FM because of what we focus on. Now, I will tell you, partway through the year last year, we talked about putting some emphasis and focus on psychology when it came 
to this show and when it came to Safety FM Plus. And we've been doing that. Has it been to the way that I want? No. But now I have other plans in place and goals on what I want to move forward with. So now I have told you what I'm partially planning on doing, just one of the aspects of it. So what do you have? What is your goal? Now, don't get me wrong. The goal of people making it home safe and the goal of, you know, getting people home in a better condition than what they got to you at. Yeah, I still get it. That should never change. But we're at the point, you and I, that your goals should scare you. Your goals should actually put you in that place where you're so happy when it comes to this. Should put you in a place where you're going, how am I going to get from this point to the next? And believe me, this is not that woo-woo stuff. But I want you to seriously think about it. And sometimes we have to reverse engineer some of these things. So if I know I want to get to X, how do I work backwards to where I want to get you to where I'm at? It's a really different way to think about some of these things. And not everything to be successful has to be related to finances. I know a lot of people don't want to hear that. But think about it for a moment. Making the world a better place, making places safer is such a huge thing to do. I always say that things will catch up and work out the way that they're supposed to. Another thing that some people think is kind of odd to say out loud, but I think things have a way of working themselves out. Sometimes we just don't see it because it's so close to our chest in regards of what we're doing work for work day in and day out, that is. But think about this. What is your goal for 2022? What is the timeline that you want to see that work? I would really be interested in seeing what you want to do next. There's so many things that we can do. And it seems at times such a short period of time to be able to do it in. Think about it for a moment. I know if you go back and you think about it, the last couple of years seem like they've dragged on forever. But when you really put it together, how quick do they really go by? How different will next year be when we get to 2023? What are you going to emphasize for that change? What world do you look at and go, how is this going to work? Because sometimes it seems like we're looking at a different world altogether. But I look at it and go, I have enough faith in you that I think you can make the impossible happen. Seriously. Think about how far we've come. I mean, I could tell you when I started my career in the world of safety, I never thought that we would change our conversations of death and dismemberment to conversations about people hurting their arm, getting stung by a bee, an ankle sprain. Boy, are those better conversations than a death or a dismemberment. 20 years ago, we wouldn't be saying this. 
funny how things change. So if I can leave you with anything before we start getting into our normal spiel of things, when we start talking and doing our interview segments, what is your goal? What do you want to accomplish? And is there anything that somebody else can assist you with in accomplishing that goal? Do you have a friend? Do you have someone that you know that you could have a conversation with? And go, let's make these changes happen. You know, I will tell you, a lot of the things that I have been able to do in my career and interact with the people that I've been able to interact with started off by one thing. And I'm going to tell you the secret. The secret sauce. I started it by asking a question. Now, the funny thing is I can't tell you what the question is because the question has been different every single time. But that was the thing. I started by asking. So maybe the next success in your career, maybe the next success in your life will start off by just asking the simple question. And those questions could lead you to your next goal. Anyways, I'm glad that we got to spend some time together today just talking and thinking about what our goals should be for this year. I really do appreciate this time that you and I get to have together. Now, don't worry. We'll be back to our normal format of things here very shortly. And thank you for always taking a listen to what we have going on on Safety FM. And thank you for continuing to listen to us and view us and even read some of our eBooks on Safety FM+. Plus. Well, I'm going to go ahead and leave you for now, but we'll be back shortly. I have been your safety manager and host, Jay Allen. And until next time, make sure you're building a goal and stay safe. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen. So do you feel like you're missing out on what everyone is starting to do now, that live streaming thing, and you don't know where to start or what to do? I have the resource and the information to provide to you in regards on how you can stream onto 40 social media platforms all at one time. Yes, that's 440 social media platforms all at one time. All you'll need to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's O-N-E. So just in case. And you'll be able to start live streaming just like you're hearing people starting to do right now up to 40 social media platforms.